0: Hi, I'm Jenny. And I'm Christina. We're two sisters who started our own separate businesses, and we have now come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, we will share practical business tips that we have learned along the way. We're also ready to dive deep and help you feel less alone as we chat all about navigating running a business while also running a household. So grab a drink and join our sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. So in today's podcast we're gonna be talking about snooze fest taxes which sorry to everybody out there who loves numbers it's not either of our forte um, well taxes we- and like accounting Taxes and accounting. See, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> This is definitely the thing that I put at the bottom of my list. However, it should be at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be talking to you about things we've learned along the way that has made it easier for those of you that it doesn't come naturally to. Um, we're going to be talking about some things we've learned since we started. So I do want to start by... Not being Debbie Downer, but saying that <laughs> it does aggravate me when people say starting your own business is the American dream because it there's there's a very high self employment tax. So that's something you need to go know going into this is when you do start your own business. There, you have to account for taxes. Um, When you work for a corporation, they're already taken out. So you don't even have to worry. But when you pay yourself and when you have your own business, there's going to be taxes that you pay. And so that was something I'm trying to remember six years ago when I started. I think I knew that, but I guess I didn't realize how much of a percentage it would be. And so (laughs) it that was one thing I was like, wait a minute, you mean I made this over the year and now XMO goes back to, which I get it, right? Like we obviously all need to pay back into the government to keep us going. But I was like, wait, what? It is. And I just heard the just this year because that was kind of shocking to me just as my business grew, like how much I was having to pay in taxes. But I, there was a really good explanation of that that helps me understand it better is like when you're, employer when you work for an employer so let's use our husbands for example their check like the employer is paying a part of their tax and then they're paying the other part through withholding whereas self-employed you are paying both parts like you're paying what you would have withheld at a job but you're also paying the employer portion because <laughs> you're them so that made me feel like oh I mean I don't like that but <laughs> I'm like oh, okay that that makes sense why it's the percentage is like so much higher. Yes, no, it does make sense. I think I just was so clueless about numbers that going into it, it was like, wait a minute. Oh, me too, yeah. But we, I will say too, after starting the brick and mortar with Melissa, her husband- started his own business years ago and so they she's filled me in a lot about taxes and helped me a lot because they've already had to go through that portion and I know for them it's even more different having two self-employed um people than having like Tyler and I one of us is a corporate job and one is self-employed. So right. that's that's been a little bit easier to navigate I would assume. But we one thing that has helped me is now figuring out how much goes to taxes at the end is having a a business account which Jen, I know you I think you were the one who told me like you need to open a business account. This can't be coming out of your personal account. And so having a business ca- account And then also having a business savings where I basically anytime I'm paid out, whether it be from Etsy or from the wildflower, wherever I'm getting paid from. 20% of that, moving that to taxes so that when I have to pay taxes at the end of the year, most of it's there, if not all of it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is because we've gotten a few questions, which thank you so much, guys, for like giving us stuff to talk about that yeah. helps us. So, yeah, yeah just so, interacting like, with us, yeah, time. it's so fun. This is so fun. Um, and and again, we're just like learning as we go, so we like doing this with you. But that's something someone asked is like, do I have to jump into getting an accountant right away? And I will say, so Christine and I are both like further in our businesses now, um, so we have accountants, but we did. I, for at least the first five years of my business, did it on my own. I think that's similar for you, right, Christina? Yeah, I did. I did my own for the first, until we opened Wildflower. So that yeah. was like three, so, three and a half years. Yeah. So it is, it is really doable. It's just, it's going to take more time and obviously effort because you're not a tax professional and you do get to a point where okay, that you feel like you're in the weeds and you need a profession. There is definitely value to having a professional accountant, but we're going to kind of share like what we did in the very beginning when we didn't have an accountant. So the first thing like Christina said is it's so important. It should be like the first thing you do is get a separate bank account for your business. Even if you're not going to put it in the name of your business, just opening it as yourself separate from your personal checking personal family checking, because not only is that super helpful, helpful visually when you look at your expenses each month, because you're seeing right away, okay, this is what's coming in the business. This is what's going out. You're not having to separate that, but that's on a really practical, like uh, somewhat scary to me if you were to get audited, but they don't want to see that all intermingled either. So that is like super, super important before you do anything, get your own. Separate bank account. Well, and Jenny is way better. Than, I think we've talked about this before. She's definitely more organized, more type A than I am. And I put things off. We talked last week about how I hate writing to-dos because I never do them. Mm-hmm. And I always wait until March to do the taxes that are due in April. And I know Jen's better about like at every month putting her expenses in QuickBooks. But I'll often wait till the last minute, and having that separate account is so much yes. easier to go through the transactions that are just your business transactions right. than our personal account that we have together. So that was an added bonus too. And I didn't get my own business account until oh, like two years in, maybe when I had listened to other podcasts that said you're going to want to do this, and I was like, oh, I don't know, and I I, I went ahead and did it, and um. It was really, really helpful. Yeah, it is. And I mean, every you should have, if you're using PayPal, if you're using Venmo, like you should have a separate one for everything just because you do want to be able to like pull that quickly. And if you do have to turn anything in to the IRS or whatever, like you want to have that all separate. So they're just looking at that. So, Well, and a note on Venmo. I know last week you or was last week or two weeks ago that you were talking about how you couldn't get a business PayPal because of your social. I know Venmo is the same way. You can't have a Venmo with the same phone number. And so oh, okay. nowadays when you only have one cell phone number for you, um, I couldn't get a business Venmo. So what I do is if people pay me through Venmo, which is very rare that I'll do that. I'll usually send them a listing through Etsy or something like that. But if they pay me through Venmo, I'll just immediately do the manage balance where I send it to my bank account. And that way it does come into my account as income. Oh, so at the end of the year, that way, and instead of paying other people through Venmo from the Venmo I have received, I'll just, if it's for business, I'll immediately send it to my account. So that way it shows up as income and I don't even have to worry about it. That, yeah, that's really good. Just basically what we're saying is like, keep everything separate from the very (laughs) beginning. And that just helps so much. And like Christina said about setting aside 20%, that it might not be exactly what you need at the end of the year on income tax. um, But that's usually like a good baseline is, okay, so each month, make sure out of your profits, you're setting aside 20% to save for taxes, uh, pay yourself, whatever you decide you're going to pay yourself. And then I like to just leave the rest right in my business account. So uh, again, it's never like going back and forth into between personal or business. It's staying there if I need it to buy supplies or reinvest in the business or whatever. I just pay myself, set aside money for taxes and then keep the rest in my business account. Yeah, and that way it's helped to keep your... It helps you stay positive in your business, not like mentally, but like like numbers-wise positive where you're not going, <laughs> <ends> you, know, <laughs> you know, when you look at it, I have X amount to reinvest and I'm not going to invest over that um, just to keep keep, unless you want to go into debt with a credit card or something. But that way you, I'll just glance at my business checking and know like, okay, I can reinvest this much into shirts this month and still mm-hmm. have a, a comfy cushion. Well, and whatever. that's such a good, uh, that helps you have a persp- visual perspective of, oh, okay, look at, I do have this much money. Maybe I could invest in this accountant now or you know, the next thing you wanna hire out or give up. Like you're like, okay, I have built up this um, chunk of money that now I'm really in a place I could do that. So that's a good reason to leave it right in there. And uh, Jenny and my personal businesses are we file differently, meaning that we're uh, what's the word for that, Jenny? Like oh, your entity is that what it's called? LLC. The yes, yeah. that. <laughs> and beautiful chaos is a sole proprietor. That's something. Um, again, my my accountant said. You're good there because your accountant is going to help you in the fact that they want you to be saving as much money as you can and not giving the government as much money. Mm-hmm. So they're really helpful in the fact that they're on your side here, and um, so they'll they'll figure out this is the best way for you, your en- entity to be, for you to get the most back to your business. And mine is sole proprietor because I don't sell anything that uh can burn someone's house down can <laughs> or <laughs> like if I sold baby blankets or something that there was you could somebody could sue you over liability wise that mm-hmm. was kind of the marker for for my shop she asked everything that I sold mm-hmm. and I told her and sh- sh- I could be an LLC really she said they were very close they, as far as in the taxing, LLC. I did learn that that yeah as as far as being taxed A single member LLC, it just goes on your Schedule C through your when you file your taxes. Anyway, it's Mm -hmm. when you get into like multiple member partnership LLC, right? Which we're going to talk about our brick and mortars after this because they're completely different than our personal. But I am a sole proprietor, and that's how beautiful chaos files every year. And again, that's just from before I had an actual accountant that I hired out and paid every year. I did use, uh, I did a trade with an accountant friend. So that's something you can, if you're a creative and you have a small business, whether it be photography or crafting or, uh, some sort of like blog, whatever it is, maybe you can promote something from them. That is something that you can trade. You can, if you have an accountant friend, you could say like, can I, you know, trade you 10 shirts um, Mm -hmm. for you to just check my stuff and make sure I'm I'm filing as the right entity. Um, and maybe some accountants will do that for you, maybe some not. But I will say just paying that hourly rate for one hour to sit down and just make sure you're filing correctly is definitely worth it. That's what I did very early on, um, just to make sure. Three years from now, this wasn't going to come back and bite me, right? Yeah, like maybe you're not ready to. Um, because I, I still haven't hired a bookkeeper each month. Like I do my own books. I, Same here. I, I, I just hired an accountant to do um, payroll, and oh, because that is something. I mean, we could probably do another episode. <laughs> for an LLC again, because I ended up having to pay so much self-employment tax. One way around that is I'm going to mess something up and just know I'm not an accountant, but essentially it was something like filing, being taxed as an S corp, but you're an LLC. Long story short, it's like you set up payroll and you're, so you're paying yourself out of a payroll, which then it is withholding tax. So Anyway, that's what I just hired an accountant to do to help me with the taxes. But like Christina said, there was a time where I just did an hour session just to make sure everything's set up. So maybe that's where you are right now. You don't want to hire an accountant or a bookkeeper, but you do want to just make sure you're doing everything right. They'll look at everything and be like, yeah, okay. And And maybe you're really good with numbers. And this is something you're very gifted in that you can now put that out there for small businesses like, yeah. hey, I'll look over your oh, stuff Pay me an hourly rate. That would- I'm trying to get my at least really sixteen year old to do that. Yeah. yeah. I should call Trevor. What if I do I know. Oh my gosh, she loves numbers. Um but we, yes. Oh sorry. <laughs> This is how it often is. We talk over each other. We had someone reach out and ask if we could talk about how our brick and mortars are set up, and we thought that kind of played into how we get taxed and everything like Mm -hmm. that. So, because they're they're partnerships, is what she was asking, right? Like how you do it with a partner, right? And everybody does it different. You, if you want to go into business with somebody, you you figure out those terms, you write it down, make sure to get a contract, and. The way Wildflower does it is Wildflower is an LLC. And the reason why Wildflower is an LLC is because it's an actual building uh, that someone could fall in. A piece of furniture could fall on a kid. There's so many things that could oh happen in a brick and mortar that it's pretty stupid to not have an LLC just because if you get sued, they can sue you personally instead of the business. So Wildflower is an LLC. However, we, when Wildflower came into the picture for me personally, that's when my husband and I were like, we have to get an accountant because we didn't know all the intric... We had his W-2... At the time I was working for a church. So I had that um, K1 or whatever, 1098. I don't know. They're all so confusing. I these letters. I had a 1099 from Etsy. If you are an Etsy seller, they do send you a 1099, um, which is basically a, you're a contractor through Etsy, uh, 1099. And then Wildflower was a K1 that then <laughs> yeah. would send they're filed with a K-1 and then would send us, I believe, 1099s. I'm so sorry if you're an accountant listening right? and we're getting all of the I letters. Know. Please talk wrong. to a professional, but we're <laughs> just giving you our. <laughs> but anyway, so I had all of those things coming on tax day. And it was, I remember Tyler and I looking at each other and we were like, yeah, we're going to have to hire a professional for this. <laughs> um, and so we did, we found a, I cannot rave about her more. She is saving grace. And she actually, if this won't get you to hire an accountant, I don't know what will, but she went through all of our past seven years of um, returns since that's kind of how far far back they go. I think you can edit, and again, do not quote me on this. I think Mm -hmm. you can audit or edit your return three years after, within three years. I have no idea. Okay. I That's think making me anxious because mine didn't offer to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. she looked at, she looked at our last three years. I, of, I ask her. Yeah, ask because she offered to look at our last, I want to say it's three. Oh my gosh. I forget everyone's going to listen to our podcast and this is going to be recorded where they can hold it against me. So please don't hold it against me. We are now professional. We, I do know that they were able to resubmit our taxes from like two years before and we were able to get a few more back because we had as people who have no idea what we're doing we had misread something and didn't get enough back and so she was able to refile that and that was awesome um so if you're holding off just know that again accountants are on your side and our CPAs I also don't know what y'all like being called. I'm so sorry. Trevor needs to hurry up and do it so Trevor. that we know we know what they like being called. Um, so anyways, once the, all of those, once Wildflower was in the picture and all of those things really just made, last week I talked about ADD making my head spin and this like mm-hmm. made it blow up. We got her involved and it was just such a blessing. And that's, we, when people buy from Wildflower, They pay Wildflower, but then we have it all categorized in the computer where then we pay out, quote unquote, contractors, which are our vendors. And Mm -hmm. Melissa and I are two of those vendors. Yeah, that that's actually the same that we do it at Light and Pine. So um, Illuminate Space, that's me. And then my co-owner, Susie, Real Happy Space. So we started the partnership, again, same as you did the LLC. So we have a partnership LLC that is called light and pine collective and light and pine is just kind of like the shelter for all of our artisan businesses or contractors. So um, our register collects the money light and pine collective collects the money. Light and pine pays the sales tax at the Mm -hmm. end of the month that was Mm -hmm. collected. But then um, we pay out each artisan contractor, which we are included in. So like Mm -hmm. whatever illuminate space sold, Luminate space gets paid out whatever mm-hmm. real happy space sold happy space gets paid out and so on with all our um artisans so I hope that kind of answers that question of how to it's not like I mean you could set it up different where let's say light and pine collected everything and then you wanted to split it 50 50 you could do that but it's just however you set it up mm-hmm yep and Melissa and I do, as Wildflower, invest in some things wholesale. So we do have a Wildflower. We, we do workshops, too. So those go to Wildflower. And then that is split evenly amongst both of us if we were to ever leave. Yeah. That Otherwise, sense. we use it to reinvest. That's kind of like, so our artisan, do yours pay like a consignment fee? hmm. Yeah. So that, that so, goes to Wildflower. Yeah. So Light and Pine collects the consignment fee and then Light and Pine pays like um, utilities and Internet and um, the fee, the processing fees on Square and a little bit of rent. We haven't gotten to a point where it can cover the whole rent, but you can just decide how you're going to split that all up. And then again, um, I just feel like with part once you get into partnerships and multiple entities accounting is really helpful or Mm -hmm. just having someone again if you just at tax time hire someone to look at it all um that's worth it because there were different things they suggested for me this um for this coming year that I would have never discovered on my own and I don't and it wouldn't when it was just me like doing illuminate space I could probably do it but there is just value in having a professional when you get so many things intertwined Mm -hmm. that you don't want to, I mean, there's a reason accountants make the big bucks. Yes. (laughs) And I will say from through Etsy and I don't know how WooCommerce is, but through Etsy, they do have a QuickBooks plugin that you can hook your Etsy and QuickBooks up where it will feed it all of the expenses, all all the expenses you have through Etsy. So shipping, all of that. But then you can hook it up to your bank account as well. And as you spend, if I was organized like Jen, I could go into QuickBooks Monthly. I really got to do that this year. (laughs) 2021 is my year. We're almost in August. It's your year. Um, But you can go in and say like, this was for... uh, rent this was for or material and supplies and once you divvy that I just at the end of the in March and this year it was pushed back a little bit but I'll send that that excel file or whatever to my account yeah that's what I was going to add on to so First thing you do, you start a business, you start your business bank account. I would definitely get some kind of bookkeeping software. And I use QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks Self Employed for Illuminate Space. I actually got it through Etsy when I did Etsy. That's the Mm -hmm. one they recommend. But it's like, it's not much. I think it started at like $5 a month and went up to like $15 a month. Uh, I use QuickBooks Online for Light and Pine. Um, QuickBooks is great because you just tell them what. Your entity is, and they'll tell you what they recommend for it, so but, yeah, like Christina said, I'll just go in each month, it's connected to my bank account, it's connected to um my payment processor for my website, so it's already like loading in all my transactions, and then I just go through and categorize them, so they have all the categories, you don't have to come up with them, but there's like mm-hmm. materials and supplies, rent um Advertising, marketing, printing supplies. And so that's so easy because then, like Christina said, the Excel thing at the end or PDF at the end of the year, it already has like done all the math of that. Like, here's mm-hmm. what Illuminate Space spent on materials and supplies, etc So I feel like some kind of bookkeeping software is, especially if you're doing it on your own, you need that. Yes. And one thing, this is, in the beginning, I joke, kind of jokingly said, like, this is the bottom of my list. But if there is one area of my business I do not want to mess up, it's with the government. So oh, yes. this is definitely one area. Once you're to a point where you might have a little bit of cushion to pay that hourly rate just to meet up or for them to file for you in April, this is one of the first places I would hire out. Just because it is an area you don't, it's just wow. not worth it. To, well, and to you can start small. like you said, you could do like, okay, book one hour session with an accountant, mm-hmm. make sure it's all going right. Then maybe each quarter meet again with them and just make sure then mm-hmm. as you grow, maybe like, maybe you do want to give away all your bookkeeping. Cause I do get it. It's, it's a very tedious thing. So it's yeah, unless like, you love numbers. It's true. Like if you love it, you do it. But <laughs> but it is something that you might get to a point where you're like, could I make more money making my product at, w- during the time I'm spending? Because right. it is on bookkeeping. When I do wait till last minute in March, it's a full day of work. That oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> I thought I was going to die this year. I did a little bit. <laughs> well, and ours kept getting pushed back because they pushed it back to May because of COVID. And then Texas was pushed back to June because of our snowstorm. And so it was kind of one of those things where I was like, eh, I'll eventually do it. <laughs> if like they keep putting it off, I'll keep putting it off. Um, and I, I did. I did it very last minute, but I did it. And I remember it being, I scheduled out, I reserved a whole day from... 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. when the boys were at school, I just knocked it out. But I'm like, that was a whole day of work that I could have been doing. And also, if I did a little bit of it at a time, it probably wouldn't be awful. Yeah. So that, I guess that's my recommendation to people that are to Emily. Shout out to Emily for asking this question about how we did it before we had accountants. And that's what we did. If you just are super disciplined about watching your transactions each month, categorizing them, making sure your books are in order each month. It's definitely doable Mm -hmm. and you just scale as your business grows. Yeah. And your accountant will look at, I know mine did. She looked at everything that I spent the year before and because it was March, she knew I had the rest of the year with my current current tax year. She was like, one thing you're going to want to do is is keep track of your miles when you go to Hobby Lobby, when you go to Joanne, when you go to the post office. Anything that's for work, like track those miles. And I'm Jenny. Do you have an app that does that's, that? Oh my gosh, that's in QuickBooks. There is what? A, yes. <laughs> well, I don't know which QuickBooks you have, but I know it's. I have it turned on in my QuickBooks self-employed, and it. So I, so you have a QuickBooks app on your phone then, and I don't even do anything. Anytime you get in the car, it records the miles. And then so at the end of the month, when I'm looking at transactions, I'll match it up with my planner. And whenever it was a drive that I did, I knew like oh, I was doing this that day, then you just kept, you take it out. And it, it like figures out your mileage rate and everything. It's, I need to do that. I, I, it was one of those things where in my head, I was like, that's going to be more work than the a hundred dollars it saves me. Yeah, no, it was definitely, that was a big, not a giant deduction for me, but it was a good, cause I do deliveries. Like I'll do free shipping. And if it's local to me, I'll do free delivery over Mm -hmm. $50. So like all those deliveries, wholesale deliveries for me, I don't know. I don't know if this varies by state, but I could not claim like driving to my shop. That wasn't. Yeah, I don't think I could either. I think it's just like yeah, like getting supplies yeah. or orders. Yeah, but that's a that was a good yeah. Look at your QuickBooks because it's somewhere in there. That's but it, but those questions that we're asking, for instance, my like how long can you edit your um returns, like those are all questions in that hour, Write All of the questions to out before you go yeah, meet with an accountant. Yeah. I remember when Amber, Melissa and I went and sat with our accountant for the first time and literally for the whole hour, <laughs> our eyes were just so big. Well, and you like, should tell the story of our first experience with Oh yeah! I think we taxes. touched, yes, <laughs> I think we touched on this, our first episode, but Jenny and I met in Nashville for a conference like three years ago, four years ago. I feel, yeah, I forget. A that was so fun. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. Um, but we met there and you they had these breakout sessions and <laughs> some were social media, some were podcasting. Some I were, love that we chose tags. Well, yes, because <laughs> of all the things you you want to choose a breakout you don't have knowledge of because you want to be enhanced on it or whatever. And we (laughs) both looked at each other. We're like, we really don't want to go to the tax one, but we have to go to the tax one because we had had this whole conversation that weekend where I think I had a business checking by then. Maybe not, but we had had this conversation and you were like, I don't know, Bean. My nickname is Bean, by the way. Oh yeah. I don't know Bean. I don't know. And so when we saw the tax breakout, I said, we, we've got to go to the tax one. So we get in and there were a ton of people in this. Yeah. So, so that, that does make you feel yes. less alone. Yes. Everybody, everybody wonders about tax. And everybody's eyes were bug eyed. Right. It wasn't just us. <laughs> um, and the que- it was so helpful being in there too, because the questions people ask are, you're, you, you know, you tell yourself, oh my goodness, I was wondering that same thing. And we just—I think I still have my notes from that breakout too. And Jenny and I just the whole time were writing and we were writing like all this stuff, and we had and no idea. She I mean, talked about like what you could claim, what you couldn't claim, what laws were changing. Which accountants out there, God bless you, that you keep track of all of these changes to what because oh, yeah, because that was, was right overwhelming. before the, there was some big huge change, right? Yeah, it's like, like they were taking away golfing or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. So the breakout girls going through. All- <laughs> so, anyways, we were writing every single thing. I have to look for my notes. I'm sure I can see. Well, no do you remember? It was also underlined. like bless her heart, but she tried to make the PowerPoint like super like cutesy and funny. But we were all so stressed out, like it wasn't translating well. That this yes. was like. Funny and cute. And I was like, please turn this PowerPoint off. Yes. (laughs) Oh. But the best thing, the best part was writing everything down and then two hours of the conference passed by and we go meet our husbands for dinner and we both start unloading what we learned at this tax breakout. (laughs) And then we're like, wait, was that right? Did we hear it right? And then they're like, like, yes. I actually have pictures on my phone of the PowerPoint. I'm like zooming in trying to get her (laughs) Her notes is the like cat gif. Yes, because it was so informative and just makes you realize I know nothing of that world. So as we wrap up, we just want to encourage you. Takeaways is you can do this on your own for sure. Just hire, either get a, a software that helps you or pay that one hour hourly rate where you can just make sure everything is set up okay. Mm -hmm. And then when it starts getting too complicated for you, hire out. Because again, that's one thing you are not going to want to mess up on your taxes. Yeah. And that's if you're doing those hourly sessions every so often, they're going to help you decide when like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do this anymore (laughs) so that you can just scale with them. Yes, for sure. So we hope that was helpful. H- hook up with your <laughs> accounting friends. Anybody you know as good as the, at math, be like, can you can you help me with this? And uh, I'm there's also accounting workshops. Workshops you can Google it probably and find something that will work for you. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at, at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone, we're better together.